Okay, Boker Tov, today's stop is Daf Hey in Shkolem. Yesterday we got to, uh, in my Gemara, it's the fifth line on the page. Amar Abmona, Hadodat Amar B'Shalohoisa Ben Marov. This that you say, <coughs> according to the Shikli Yosef, this that you say, if that the uh, chayav <coughs> for the kalbon and for meiser and for meiser behema is where if they were mechalik and achosim, in other words, when the yorshim split up the achosim, they split up the yerusha, but they didn't yet split up the behemas. So that is to say that they're chayav and zebzeb. What does that mean? Below cholka behema chayav zebzeb, meaning they're chayav for meiser behema because meiser was still in the estate. But they're not, but, and they're chayef for the kalbon because the rest of the assets were already divided up. So now when they pay uh, shekel, they're each in their own, they each have their own Yerusha, they each have their own uh, assets now, and they'd have to pay the kalbon. So he says that's only if, there was, if the animals weren't most of the, of the estate. You know, so the animals weren't most of the estate. So if the animals weren't most of the estate, and you divided up the rest of the assets, so in the rest of the assets, you have, the, let's say, the cash. That you have to pay the kalbon. Everybody has to pay their own kalbon. But the animals stayed in the estate, so therefore you have to hide your chayev to pay mice uh, because that's still still in the estate. It's not like they, they were lekuchos that they got their share and now they're partners. It's still in the original estate. So then you're chayev in both. But if let's say most the animal was mo- the animals were most of the assets, most of the estate. Let's say seventy five percent of the estate was animals. It was a farm. So then, if that's the case, then then it goes according to the animals. So even though you divided up some of the cash, but it's all if you hadn't divided up the animals, then it's considered like it's all still in the estate. And if it's all still in the estate, then you're chayiv on the animals, right? Uh, but you're potter from the kalbon because the kalbon, kalbon, if uh, the father had given out the shkolem on behalf of all his kids, he'd only pay one kalbon, according to this, according not according to a mayor, of course. But uh, so that's what he says. He just has a point. This what you said. There's actually four cases. Sometimes you're chayim kalbon, potter mice and mice Sometimes you're chayim mice and potter kalbon. Sometimes you're potter both. Sometimes you're chayim both. He's the chayim both, which was what where you're mechalik and achosim. So each guy pays his own kalbon, but you didn't weren't you didn't yet divide up the animals. So then you still have chayim mice. So that's only if most of the estate was animals. Otherwise not. Rav Avin Omar, he said like this. Rav Shimi boy asked this question. Meisha sees some kardam echad. <laughs> just because you made him like one person who comes to Maiser Behema because the estate was at 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 Kalbin, you pottered them up from the Kalbin as if it's all one estate. The fact is, they divided up. Normally, Lo Shani isn't any different. Lo Shani, how is it different? Your nose and sell like a When the father would give one shekel for everybody, right? He says, It's as if they. Since they put the shittas together, it's like they never divided it up. So therefore, you can understand it that way. Why is it so hard to understand? It's because you consider mice famous since you put them all together. Uh, you pot them the kalbon. He says, it's not different than if they all joined together. That's the case. Even if they divided up the whole estate, which we said if they divide up the whole estate, they're, they're, um, they're a potter in the uh, miser. 
And they're chayv and kalva. He says, no, but if they brought that up to Satan and they joined again, they should be chayv and ma'isvein because it's as if they never split it up. And they should be potzvah from the kalva as if they never split it up. But then we learn the other way around. Chayov and the kalva, and they have to pay the kalva because now, once they divide it up, they each have their own money, even if they became partners again, but they each have a chayv, an individual chayv to give a kalva when they give their individual ma'isvein, uh, uh, individual shekel. Upturim and ma'isvein, and they're potzvah from ma'isvein because now they're new partners. So you see the other way around. So therefore, What's going on here with them? So Rabbah B'Shem Rabbah Barav Huna says, Hishnei Achim Shiyoshu Mevim, Hishnei Gisen Shiyoshu Eschamim. In other words, when two brothers, two sons, who are brothers, inherit from their father, it's as if they are brothers-in-law inherit from the father-in-law. Meaning, brothers-in-law don't inherit from the father-in-law. Only the daughters inherit from the father-in-law when, uh, when there are no sons. And, and even then, the husbands don't get it unless the wives die during, their, during their, the lifetime of the husband. So the idea is that if the sons-in-law got it, it's not a real Yerusha. It's like new people, and if they join a partnership, it's a new partnership. The same thing with sons, he says. When sons inherit, if they inherit and the, and the state was divided up, they're like new people now. They like bought new stuff over here, and if they re, re, want to rejoin a partnership, make a new partnership, then the laws of partnership apply. Meaning that they're high, that they're potter in Meiser Bahema, <coughs> because partners are not high Meiser Bahema, and if they got the original animals, <coughs> they're potter from Meiser Bahema because they're lekuchos, and also, and also for the cow bone, they're also high because they're individual people that are not part of one estate. Okay. <coughs> now says the Gemara like this. Lehechan, it's in our Gemara again, the, the Lashon Yerushalmi is very, very strange that all the words are difficult, and that causes many of the Mepharshim to have different shot than totally in basic shot. When we have regular shots, you know, you have Rashi's shot, and then Tosas has Skashas, but in the usual shot in the Gemara, you don't have here, you have tons, of everybody, every Mepharsh has a different shot that simply have to learn the words because the Lashon is so difficult. Lehechan, where did you do with the Kalbo? We learned yesterday the Kabbalah was a commission, an Amalah. According to Meir, it was a Chiv Daraisa, but according to everybody else, <coughs> it was an Amalah. It was like a commission. So, what happened to that commission? Was that their own personal money or Meir Melishkolam? <coughs> Meir says, no, no, no. So, according to Meir, maybe it makes sense because according to Meir, he says, <coughs> Susan, there's a Chiv in the Torah to give the, the Kabbalah because you, otherwise you won't have a complete half shekel. <coughs> so, according to Meir, it's really like the shkolem itself. So he says it goes to the shkolem. The shkolem are used for the regular animals that you have to bring, the carbonos the seed that you have to bring, the tumid, etc., all the carbonos, the musafim. So <coughs> he says it went for the shkolem themselves because it was actually like the shkolem. It was just to make sure you had complete shkolem. Rebbe Lezor Amr goes for an adava, meaning it was like extra, extra money in the base of Mikdush to go for carbonos when, the, like we said, the kitzim is back, for the dessert was back when, when things weren't busy. Rab Shimon Shazuri Omer Rikuazov, they used it for plate, golden plates, beaten golden plates, but Sipu the base Kashkashim. And it was used as covers, as plates. You know, it was, it was like beaten gold that was used as plates for the walls of the base Kashkashim. So they used it in the base Kashkashim. But Nazi Omer Shulchanani Dad Mishkar, no, it was their salary. It was their commission. It was a real commission. Like a, uh, a money changers commission. It wasn't actually for commission. In other words, it didn't go on their. Um, on their W-2 or whatever it is, it didn't go in there. It was, it was traveling expenses, which is an exempt. You know, it's a, one way to cheat the government uh, if you're so inclined. Of course, we wouldn't, we wouldn't think that way, but one way is that if you get reimbursed for expenses, 
that's not right. That's not income. It's not cheating. It's that's what it is. It's not income. It's 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 money that you laid out, right? There's always kinds of questions about you know what about expenses that you laid out that you, you weren't reimbursed for? Is that considered taxable or not? Those are questions. But hotzalas drachim is not. It's it's expenses as opposed to salary. Okay, says new new parak. Now we're getting new parak. Yeah, like Eshel, like Eshel, right, right. But there's also questions about Eshel, too. I think the government is now trying to tax some of the Eshel that you get as reimbursed if you travel over a certain amount and things like that, yeah, depending on uh, how they work it. Some companies work with what they call uh, per diem, where they give you $50 a day. And some say, you know, they want actual receipts. So, you know, people play games, etc. All kinds of tax issues. Anyway, the Gemara dealt with it already, you understand? Was it Sharon or was it Sasrachim? Either way, they took the money, right? The answer is no. If it was their Schar, they took the whole amount. If it was Sasrachim, only, you know, only, it was only reimbursed for real Hotzaot. What was Hotzaot? Because these Gizbarin had to go around the country, even the Chutzlarets, maybe, to collect some of the money, right? They had to go collect the money and schlep the money to Yerushalayim. Now, schlepping money wasn't simple those days. They didn't have checks and wire transfers and uh, paper money. So, Mitzarf and Shkolem and Darkonis, they would, the Mitzarf, the Shkolem, which, which was a lot, you know, you collect a shekel from everybody, started to get really heavy. And they collected from all over the country. People from Chutzlarts had to send their money too. So, um, so they would, they would you know, Mitzarf into larger money, Darkonos, which was, a, which was a golden coin, so they probably... Obviously, the, let's say the Shkolem were silver, so these were gold. So, you know, you, you got a lot more, uh, uh, whatever, the value you put into a lot less weight, Darkono. Michael, is that how we get the word Darkone from, uh, passport? Uh, maybe that's because no, it was easy to transfer. Derek, I understand, but I think that the word Darkono could have also been from that. In other words, maybe it was called, yeah, what? What's the English word? I don't know. I no, there's a Greek word like that, dark, 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 or something like that. Yeah, but you could say, you could argue that the source of the word was 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 you know was 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 derif, meaning that the uh, you 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 got gold coins, which would obviously be equal to a lot of silver or copper or whatever other metal, and the reason why you did that. Okay, so we know there was gold, but why did they make them into coins to, so that it should be easier to take on the road? You know, Darkon, maybe it came from that, I don't know. Anyway, So, because of the schlepping it on the road. Now, that's, that's one thing. He says, you know, it's enough to actually bring the show. Hmm? Was, a, uh, was the currency used in Greece during several periods in its history? Right, right, right. But I'm wondering, I'm just saying, I, I know that there's a Greek word. Yeah, there's a Greek word like they, even today they use dinars in, 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 in Jordan, I think, or in some of the other countries. Some other Arab countries, they actually have dinars. They actually still use the word dinars that we have in the Gemara. So I, I understand that, that, it's a, that it was a Greek word, but I'm wondering if the source had something to do with, with you know, being able to take them on the road. All right, anyway, so that you're allowed to do. Now, you're allowed to change it into uh, lighter money. Change how you show for us from Mikdash. Now, just like they had these chests for collecting money in the base. Mikdash Kachli shows that they had them in the Medina, in the countryside also. And that's throughout the, throughout the country, they had them also. Shofar's means that they had these special boxes, like stucco boxes, thin, thin at the top to drop your coin in, and then wider at the bottom to be able to, to hold as many coins as possible. So there was a, now we get into this question. People, let's say, let's give an example of Haifa, okay? People in Haifa collected the money in Haifa, everybody shekels, and then they sent them on the road. Now, we're going with the idea, remember, that when the people in the base of Migdash, the Gizbar in the base of Migdash, when they took out money from the Kupa for to buy Karbonos before the three Regolim, that's the main time that they took them out, 
They took them out on behalf of all the Jews. They did, the coins that they took out weren't for Rick and Jim and these people here. It was for everybody. It was representing everybody. So when they took out those coins, they were taken with the intention that it should be for those whose coins they actually took, and also for those whose coins are still in the box, those whose coins are still on the road. It's on behalf of them too. So now, and let's say the people, they gave their shekels, and they sent them, they sent them with a pony express from Haifa to Yerushalayim. The money was stolen or lost. Now, if, if they'd already begun, the Gizbar had already taken Truma in, in Yerushalayim on behalf of the Jewish people, then it's considered that money on the road, Michael, from Haifa is already considered in the hands of the Gizbarin. So where it was lost or stolen, it was stolen from Hegdish. In other words, the individual people have fulfilled their obligation already. We gave our shekel. Let's say I gave my shekel to the base of Hegdish. Okay, I'm done, right? I, you know, I gave my shekel. I'm covered. All the Kibbutz that are brought on behalf of the whole year, I'm included. What happens, though? They had a, a, a break-in. Base of had a break-in. Somebody stole from them. Am I, of course I'm absolved. They stay in a state of breaking, but I'm absolved. So here too, he says, They swear to the gizbarin, meaning, because who, who, in who's, who's the money now, you see, as soon as they take out a truma from the base of Mikdash Yerushalayim, even the money that's in root from Haifa is considered in the hands of the gizbarin. So now the, the, the shlichim who are coming, the Pony Express people who are coming, are acting on behalf of the treasurers, and they swear to the treasurers that we are not poshet. They're, they're uh, shomrim. They're guards. They swear that we weren't poshet. In love, let's say the, let's say the, bez, the, 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 the Gizbarin basement had not yet withdrawn any money yet from the uh, kupa. Then the money is not considered yet in the hands of the kupa because they didn't, they didn't take they it. They, they were not toreim, meaning they didn't take money out of the kupa in Yerushalayim on behalf of the people who haven't uh, who, on behalf of everybody, because they haven't done it, they haven't done it yet. So he says, So on whose behalf are, are these watchmen, the, the messengers coming? On behalf of the mayor of of, Chai, of Haifa, the behalf of the well, we don't know who the mayor is, but whoever whoever the, on the behalf, behalf of the people of Haifa, the people in the city. So if that's the case, if if they haven't been taking the truma yet, then they swear to the people in the city. Now and then the people in the city have to give more, because they saw it. Because was, you see, the people in Haifa sent their shekels in, but it was lost. So now they have to give it again. They can't say, well, we already gave it to Beis No, you didn't get, didn't get to Beis Mikdash yet. Even if it didn't get to Beis Mikdash, but if Beis Mikdash took Truma on behalf of you, then it's considered theirs. But you, they, you, they didn't do it yet. So it's still on the road. So you know what? Get insurance, right? Go to insurance. No insurance, you gotta make it up again. Let's say the money afterwards was found. was stolen. The returned They're both gone. You can't say, well, listen, uh, give me my money back. Because it already became stolen. Once it's set aside, it's set aside. It's stolen. You can't even include it for next year's contribution. It just goes as extra money to the base of Migdash, to the, like, the old contributions, and they use it for maintenance. We'll talk about that in the Gemara. So, why talk about putting it into gold? Even if you want to make it lightweight, put it into what would you put it into today? Diamonds, right? So maybe I saw some girls put it into pearls. In other words, they're even more expensive. So if, if you're allowed to transfer it to, you know, to a lighter, uh, more expensive manner, like gold coins, why don't you use pearls? And so Shema Tazma goes, because we don't know the value. Pearls are expensive today. They might go down in value. And the Hegish Mops said, and the Hegish will lose out all that money. Like we learned else. You can be told, for example, a baby, a baby boy just had a pig in a bed, right? 
Does it have to be, it's supposed to be five shekels, but it could also be put with kesef and kesef. Let's say they didn't have five shekels, they do it with something else. You could use something else. Chutz mishkolem, but you don't use shkolem. Shkolem has to be, because you're afraid basically you're losing out, it has to be the full second. They impotent bekelem, and you don't use uh, vessels, utensils. In other words, it's got to be shekels, you cannot, now you could use other kesef, we said, we can transfer it into uh, uh, gold coins, but it can't be shava kesef, it can't be uh, assets or kelem. Because maybe we'll go down in value, but I'm saying the Shmaf said. Afacha, the same thing here. Shema Tazlam Argos. Maybe the maybe today pearls are expensive, but there come a time when they they gather a lot of pearls together and they won't be able to. They'll not be able to. Sicha Nichoshev says that I'm Mukdam letalitut filin. I think it's still. I'm not sure. It might be time to get out. Whatever. Okay. Venim Sahak the Shmaf said. Masnisa Batakn Chadetim. Now I'm just speaking about. New, uh, it is our mission that says that they used to have uh, these kupot, the shofrot in the Medina, is only for the new monies of that year. Let's say people had not yet given last year's contribution yet and they're late. They still have to send it in. The mission is not speaking about that. You can't put the old money, doesn't go in those kupot. In other old money, if, you, if you're late with last year's donation, right? You can't just put it in the local coupon and not. You've got to take it to your shrine. Your shrine, the in base they still have they still have last year's uh, coupon. But you, but they didn't have in the Medina. They didn't have last year's coupon. That was probably encouraged people to give it on time. Masnisan <laughs> b'shavachinam. You thought it's b'shach. You know maybe we're giving uh, mine. It says shach. Does yours say shavachinam? Mine's got a mine's abbreviated. Huh? What does yours say? I don't know. It depends on your gemara. Mine says masnisan b'shach. It means shavachinam. Abu Bashamar Sakha Lobar, we're not talking about Shamar Sakha. Why? Because the Shamar Sakha is Chayim and Achrais. So he can't get away with swearing that I wasn't Poshea if he lost it or stole it, the money from Chayim and Yushalayim. Amar Baba, Afil Tamer, Bashamar Sakha, Zikim Sakha. Why? Nigmu, because Nigmu could be the list of Mazillion, armed bandits. Armed bandits. In other words, what, a Shamar Sakha, remember, a hired uh, messenger is responsible for not only for Shia, but also for Ganev and Aveda. He's responsible if it's lost or stolen. But he's not responsible for an ones, for, an, for something that's beyond his control. So here, for example, was armed robbery. That's not the same as lost or stolen. Armed robbery or avdu or lost could be uh, if his ship sunk. In other words, you're not responsible. Lost or stolen, you should have been more careful. Have an alarm, be a better guard, keep awake, etc. But if you, they held you up at gunpoint, or if your ship sank, that's not like, I didn't, I didn't say, oh, I lost my wallet. Where's, where did I lose this? I lost this somewhere. It dropped out of my pocket. That's not the same as the ship. That was beyond your control if the ship uh, sunk. So it could even be speaking Our whole mission that says that if they took Truma already, then you're really responsible to the Gizbarim, but you're, you know, the, people of, the people in Haifa are absolved of their responsibility is only according to the sheet that says when the Gizbarim take out the money, they take it out on behalf of what's been collected and what's going to be collected. Our mission is not speaking about a coin. Coin run says that you can't collect on people uh, on the stuff that hasn't been collected yet. So until it gets to Yerushalayim, until it gets to Yerushalayim, it really belongs to the people in Haifa. And their responsibility is not to the Gizbarin. And if it was lost, even if they had taken Truma already in Yerushalayim, the people in Haifa would have to make it up on their own, have to give the money again. You know, so it's like this. You know what? You say that the people in the city sent their money, right, and it was lost or stolen. If the truma was taken already, you swear to the Gizbarin. What do you mean you swear to the Gizbarin? Because money belonged to Hegdish already. 
But we have a call in his mom. You don't swear in Karka. You don't swear on Avodim. And you don't swear on Hekish. You learned that out of Pasek. You don't swear on Hekish. So how can you swear on Hekish? Amr Lezer, it goes like Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon, Amr Kachim, Shachai And since you have to make it up, since you have to make it up in, in, in case of Sosan, it's like you're in a Chosan. So over here, we say over here that what? That it's, it's more than that. We're not really done. That's, that's only good if, it was, if they hadn't yet been tar of the Truma yet. And the people of Haifa have to make up the money again, so you swear to them. But what do you mean? But you gave it already as Hegdish. The answer is, even though you gave it as Hegdish and you don't swear on Hegdish, but since the people have to make it up the money, if it was lost or stone, they have to make it up. So since they're Achrai, since they're responsible for it, it's like they're on the Chosm, you swear. Um, Rabbi Yochum says, no, you can go like everybody. This is a special shvua, even though normally, here the rabbis made a special shvua. Why, as we'll see, this was a shvua, uh, just to make sure that you shouldn't be mezalzel, you shouldn't be um, uh, lackadaisical, or you shouldn't be, uh, you know, uh, you shouldn't be uncareful with uh, the, the shkolem that belonged to the base of Mikdash. I'll die to Rebbe Elchanan, Rebbe Elchanan, it makes sense, this bond the Gizbarma, you swear to the Gizbarma, because even though, even if it belongs to Hegdish, and you're, and you're not supposed to make a shvul, but the rabbi said, you know, make a shvul over here to show that, you're, uh, that you haven't been um, negligent in your responsibility. And if not, you swear to the people in the city, and they have to give other ones, because even though we're already being Hegdish, but, but uh, the rabbi made this sakana. Uh, but according to Rebbe here you see that in some places he calls it Rebbe Elozer, and sometimes they cut off that olive. It's, it's, in, it's, not, that the, it's not that this, uh, without the olive, it's Rebbe Lazer, and the other one is Rebbe Lazer. It's, uh, it's a shortened way of writing it. If you swear to the people, I understand why you swear to the people of the city. Why? Because... Since they're achra'i, they have to make up the money. The people of Chayk have to make it up if it's lost. So you swear to them. It's like it belongs to them, even though it's really hegdish money. But since they're responsible to make it up, it's like they're in a chasm. But in the Gizbarim, why would they have to swear to the Gizbarim? Rabbi Shimon says it's not a Shavuos Takana. Why would you swear to the Gizbarim? Gizbarim means you swear to the people of, of uh, Beis HaMikdash. But ain't Gizbarim ala hegdish. You don't swear on hegdish. The answer is, it doesn't mean you literally swear to the treasures. You swear to the people of the city while the Gizbarn are standing, that they shouldn't be hosh, that you stole the money yourself. You shouldn't say you're negligent. In other words, it doesn't mean that you have to swear to Hagdish, because Rabbi Shimon says, remember, he doesn't say that it's a that it's a shvur drabbarn here. He says that if, if you're responsible for something and it's like yours, so if the, if the people in Chayf have to make up the money, then it's like it's theirs. But why would you swear to the Gizbarim? If you swear to the Gizbarim, it means the people of Chayf are not making, up, making it up. It really was in the hands of the Gizbarim. Why do you swear? The answer is you swear to the people of the city who sent you uh, in, the, in the presence, and you, you, you swear to, to the people of the city, in the, the, like to the mayor, to the leaders of the city, in the presence of the Gizbarin, so that you should, they, they shouldn't be choshed, that the people of the city shouldn't be choshed, that you stole it, or that you were poshea. Who, who the Gizbarin? The Gizbarin Hegdish, of, of the base of Mikdash, the treasurers in the base of Mikdash were responsible for the money. Yeah. Well, they had coal money there. Presumably, they were they could have been maybe Levim also. You know, could have been workers there. They could have hired uh, uh, what they call professionals, you know, like the director generals, you know, the people who work all the time. I don't know. I don't know that they had to be Kahan and Dafka. Maybe they work on them. I don't know why they have to. It's well, not the Voda. It's just simply. You got to do that. Yeah. Could have been. Following the money. Yeah. Um, who's, uh, 
Who's getting it? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, getting trash? Who's getting the the kalbon? Ah, oh, the, the, no, that's like, the, those are the shulchanesh. Those are the money changers. There are money changers that they that they that sent out, but their money changers weren't part of the gizbarin. They were the gizbarin. They were the they were money changers. They could have been regular uh, business. They were business people, right? Right. They, they, you know, you understand? But, but, but they, but they were hired, so to speak, by you know the the base of English, The Gizbarim were in charge of setting out this network of shachanim who would take them. They weren't guys who were just. They weren't necessarily. They could have been also doing business on the side of regular money changing. But these were special uh, guys who were set up to collect bishkol all over the all over the country and uh, you know even the chutzlars. So. Um, Right, so, so you know, t- so it, again, t- you know, if, 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 when things will be rebuilt and we'll have Mir Hashem, how will that work with it? Will the Kalbon Accord may still have a Kalbon according to uh, us? If maybe there is no, you won't need a commission for that because you don't deal with the coins anymore the way they are. You know, deal with paper money or who knows what. I don't know. Credit cards, okay. No, they'll take credit cards, right, yeah. Um, uh, so I guess it's okay. Even though the people in the city, Let's say the people of the city, without a shpul, they say, listen, if it's lost, if the messenger's lost the money, we'll make it up. We're not going to try. You have to make a shpul over here. So again, it doesn't mean that you have to swear to, to Hegdish. You don't swear to the Gizbarim. You don't swear to the base of English because the Gizbarim are not considered like individual people, like that you swear to them. You don't swear to the people in the base of English, but still, you don't get out without swearing to the B'nai Ha'ir, to the people of the city, because it is still Hegdish. And, and, and we're Machved, we're like the Rabban, we're Machved that Hegdish uh, shouldn't get lost that way. It shouldn't take, it shouldn't take the loss, and therefore they require a shvur. Let's say you mafish your own shekel. I put the shekel aside, I'm going to give, and it was lost. I'm chayev until, until I give it to the gizbar. In other words, it's my responsibility until I give it to the gizbar. As soon as I set it aside for, a chatz, for my shekel, that's it, it belongs to hekdish. If it's lost, it's not my loss. This hekdish is lost. Our Mishnah argues with Shemilakish. Why? Because our Mishnah says, Nishboin, the Bnei Ir, Bnei Ir, Shoklin, Tachtayim. If the messengers lost the money on the way from Chayf to Yerushalayim, the messengers swear that we were, weren't negligent, and if there was Shomer Sakhar, we swear, they swear that it wasn't lost or stolen, that was, you know, there was an accident. They swear, and then what happens? The people in Chayf have to make up the money, right? Because it didn't get to the Gizbar yet. Why do they have to make it up again? If the, as soon as it's set aside, it belongs to Hagdish, according to Shomer Lakish. So therefore, it must be Amish doesn't go like Shimon Lakish. Shimon says no. Lo ohim nishim shvus takana. No, even Shimon Lakish. Maybe the reason is shvus takana. In other words, it's not really because uh, because it doesn't belong to Hegdish. Maybe Shimon Lakish is right that really makachomakmishu was lost. The shvu is simply a shvus takana that you shouldn't come to the choshik because we're makbid because it's Hegdish. The rabbis required him to make a shvu, right? And and um, so so why would they have to make up the money though? Says low low odim shum shvus takana. Now this isn't that there's that shvus takana doesn't answer the fact that the people of the city had to make it up. He says just like the people in the city, just like the rabbis made a takana. What he really needs is just like the rabbis made a takana. You have to make a special shvu over here. Um, so the same way they made a takana, that you have to make up the money. Rashi says mishum shvus takana kiyeta the shvu he mishum. It's not Rashi in the shikulos mishum takana afkisha in ishbon al hegdish. Be careful, make sure it gets there. It could be that the mission really means right. Once you set it aside, it belongs to Hagish. You could ask the same question today if it's stuck on money. 
I set aside some money. Here's some cash. I put aside for a second. I got lost. I got lost. Who's responsible for it? So if you meant to say, listen, I'm putting, I meant to put it in the uh, Karen Chesed. This is my Karen Chesed money. I left it in the standard. Come back the next day, it's gone. It's gone. I would ask him where we put it, but, but you know... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I meant to put it in the, in the kupat, in this kupat. So is it, that's a question. So I mean, I, I, it's, it's there. It, it lost the money already. You understand? It lost the money. I have it stuck a box at home. So that stuck a box, I've always put, I emptied it, I put it in the Karen Chesed. So as soon as it's in there, I consider it in the Karen Chesed. It belongs to the Karen Chesed. If it's lost, they're stolen. Is it my responsibility, or it's the Karen Chesed lost the money? That's what he's asking over here too. So it's like he says, it's really once it's lost, it's, uh, it's not my responsibility. It belongs to Hagish. But the rabbi said you should pay anyway. That's what he said. It's a special, just like the rabbi said, make, make a shmuel, but you don't have to. Make, you, you're responsible anyway. Tony, Tony, show him now. We said, let's say if you if they, if the money that was lost or stolen by the messengers was found, or the re- robbers returned it. So you can't, you can't get your money back. Well, all the money goes to the base makers. So we've shown him the first monies go to the go to the new kupot. Those are the new shekels. Takmichad means literally the new shekels. Hashim, the second one, goes to the old money, meaning you can't use them for this year's karbana, so it's used for maintenance in the base of So which are the first ones, which are the second ones? Is the first ones the first ones that I gave, and the second ones is the made-up money, or not? So Eloi and Rishon, I'm sure which ones are the first ones are the ones that they first sent. The ones that they first sent, which were now found. So those go to the ones. The other sheet that says, the ones that got to the Gizbar first, which is the second money, presumably. The second money got to the Gizbar first. So the question is, which, which one's first? That's how he defined it. The other one will go for uh, regular maintenance. Reuben gave Shimon... The Chatsi Shekel says, you know, Shimon, you're going to town, you're going to the base of Megdash or wherever, they're collecting the money, the collection point. Here's mine, can you give it for me? Give it for me. Vishukal Yatsman, instead he gave it for himself. That Shimon. Now, okay, so that's the question. So hey, listen to this. Assuming also, so you say he stole it effectively, right? It's not his money. Okay, but it, so let's say he took the money, and he'll make it up. In Nitra Hatruma, here's the problem. There's a bigger problem, though. If the if we're going with the idea that when the basement takes the truma, they take it on behalf of everybody, even money hadn't come in yet. So if the money, if, if the truma was taken out already, that means that that chazi shekel that Ruben gave to Shimon to give on behalf of Ruben was already was already uh, hectish money. So now he was moel. You took the money on your behalf. Now Shimon took the money and gave it on his behalf. He was moel hectish. Besides the fact that he stole the money. It's not, it's not Shimon's, it's not Reuben's money. Reuben said it's for the Chatzit Shek, it's for the base of Mikdash. He's not giving it. He's not for himself, but Shimon's also Chayv Mila. means he has to bring a carbon and add 25%. He's Chayv Mila there. Hashoko Shukla Mena Hedges. Let's say you add Hedges for... Is Reuben, Reuben have to make it up? Yeah. Yeah, he'd have to make it up. Plus he was Moel. Well, he'd have to... Technically he would have to. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shimon, Shimon was Moel. Shimon was Moel. Reuben, uh, no, according to him, not. According to him, not, because it was really Reuben's money. So Reuben already gave his. It's like, it's like you gave it and then it was lost. So let's say you had some hectic money in, the, in your purse, in, the base of, in, your, in your house. And you didn't realize it was hectic. You mixed up your purse. That was your hectic money you were going to give to Bedeka Bias. And you took money from hectic for shekels. Shashok, let's say you took some hectic money by mistake. Vanitruma, truma, the carva behema, and the animal was brought. 
Now, here is not right away your, your mole. Only if the animal's brought your mole. We'll see why only when the animal's brought. Let's say you took it from Meister. Shani money from the Meishrias. Yochul Konegdon. So you have to make that up to the Gemara. explain how that's made up. You eat Konegdon. What, what does that mean? So now the Gemara is going to explain what this whole thing is. Ashoko, Zanan, today we learn in Karva Bahima. First you say, if, the, if I took my money, if I gave the shekel from Hegdish money, and then and the animal was and the animal's brought, then I'm Moel. The animal was brought, meaning, meaning I took it from, I, I was Moel in that money once they, once they brought an animal. Why? Zanan, to me, the Imkarva Bahima, Vatani Tebe Vatani Tebe uh, Rebbe, Im Nitruma Truma, only if, it was, if Truma was, was already taken, you're already, you're already uh, like we learned in the first part of the Mishnah. Mantan and Mishra Chuma, it goes to Rib Shimon. It only goes like Rib Shimon. The Amar Rib Shimon, Miyana Yimakav, most of Akkonim's reason him. There's a Shiloh, like by Solas, the father of the Chacham, the Akkonim would pay vendors for their flour and even animals, also farms, in advance. They'd give them all the money in advance, and then they would take the animals or the flour, the oil as needed. So some say that uh, that no, it didn't go. The animal, the, the money, they, they couldn't keep the money right away because maybe the stuff would go bad. The animals would go bad. The flour would go bad. The oil would go bad, and then the basement would lose. So they only get to keep the money as it's used, as the as the uh, product is used. Rabbi Shimon says, no, don't worry about it. They get to keep the money right away because the condom are very they're careful. They don't delay long. They'll make sure it wasn't uh, ruined or lost or whatever. So they keep the money right away. So here also. When he says in nitro chuma, as soon as it, as soon as the base mikdash used of that money, then uh, you're you're moel. You used that money. You took you you took nitro chuma. Shalko shiklam and avayekshu nitro chuma v'karva beima. You then as soon as as soon as uh, the, the base mikdash used that money, you were moel in it. Why? Because you took it from one purpose for another purpose. So uh, that goes like Rav Shimon. The kashling mars is ilu akana v'lasa shochaveir v'shachlasamars. If I steal your ola. I steal your carbon, and I shefted it stam. Stam alol l'shem abalam or shem machaber. So it works for the first guy. Now, what's the problem over here? Shimon used Reuben's money, but if Shimon used Reuben's money, it was for Reuben, right? If Stam used it, I think Reuben gave him the money to Shimon, right? And Shimon gave the money to basement for himself, right? But he, he just gave the money stam, so it's really Reuben's money, right? Reuben gave it to him. He can't change the usage of it. I'm Rabbi speaking about where is this specific money? That's where it's stam. He gave it stam, so it goes for the owner. But here he said, he said, listen, Shimon like marked it, Shimon's money. You know, like he put a little uh, a note on it. Because like as we find later on, they, even though everybody's yotze, you throw your money in, whether they used it for this carbon or for that carbon or it wasn't used yet, it's all included. But they were mocked that when the coin would take the money to buy the carbon, they would throw their coin right in front of the coin and so make sure that their coin, that their coin got used by the coin. So therefore, I have maybe it didn't get used, maybe it fell in the back there. So why, why do you say this moral? How do you know he's moral? Maybe he used this coin, he threw the coin in there, and you're saying over here that, uh, you know, that maybe belonged to the other guy, but he wasn't moral because maybe they didn't use that coin yet. Even on the leftovers, even if it wasn't used, you're moral that too. But Odi, another answer is when Masuyim Shabbat it was that coin specifically was used, that he specifically used it for him. So here too, we're speaking about where Shimon specifically said, This coin I'm using for me. Tell the coin, that's my coin there. It's my coin because he picked it up like he used it for himself. That's how it worked out. So you can't ask Kashi from Stam or not. Manahara, what a nod did he get? What a nod did he get? Why are you moral? Because he got a nod? Because he was Makai Mitzvah Shalom? 
Mitzvah Slav one had a Sikdu, right? What Hanor did he get? You're only Maul and Hektish when you had Hanor. What Hanor did he get? the rabbis over there, he had a no because they're not going to come and collect from him. Since they would bother him and they're going to start to say, hey, where's your money? He got out of it by giving the other guys money. That's the Mila. What do you You can't be mocked to something which is already had. Just like a Bechor, you can't be mocked to shit. Same thing, you can't be mocked to shit already. Something which is Kodesh, Kodesh is not Chal. So therefore, over here, when I took Meiser Shani or Demei Shvius and I used that, Yochel Kenegim, what do you mean? So what do you do? If I took that from my shekel, what do I do? Okay, so, so maybe sell shekel, you bring another coin of Chumbam, or most Meiser Shani, B'chomakim Shani, or most Shvius or Shmita, B'chomakim Shani, Machal, and I'll sell a zoo. And if I also sell a nitvus, the Shani, Meiser Shani, Vashar, Nasal Shkob. In other words, if by mistake I use Meiser Shani money or Shmita money and I use that, for my shekel, so what do I do? I take new coins and I say the Meister Shane of the Shemitah, wherever that douche is, should be hollow the new money. Use that for Meister Shane, take it to Shalim, eat it, whatever. Shemitah, you have to consume, etc., according to the rules of Shemitah. And the shekel that I actually use, that I took from my Shane, I use that for my, that, and that goes for, for my regular shekel that I had to give for the, for the regular Chatzi shekel. All right, tomorrow we'll start Mitzvah at 520. It's a long document, a short day. 520 tomorrow.